Welcome to the Trelongo Track, your weekly peek behind the curtains of what it's like to be an entrepreneur, a mom, and a woman who seems to be doing all the things. Spoiler alert, she's not. I'm your host, Gianna Trelongo, and we are talking the good, the bad, and everything in between. Nothing is off limits. Plus, I'll be giving you tangible strategies to use in your online business to help you grow and scale without being chained to your phone 24-7, because nobody really wants that. So let's jump into the episode. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the podcast. And today we're going to talk about a time when I was wrong. Doesn't happen a lot, I'll admit it. But... In this instant, I, instance, I was wrong. I will tell you why, and I'll tell you why I changed my mind. <laughs> and it's all around content pillars. <laughs> when I first started in the online space in 2015, I was on Facebook. I was heavily listening to my upline. And this was a time when you were posting every single day, three times a day breakfast time, lunch time, evening time. And the way that pillars were always explained to me and established to me were honestly kind of cheesy, like Wine Wednesday or Tip Tuesday, like th- stuff like that, that honestly, the reason why I didn't like content pillars is because I felt like one, it was really surface level stuff. And two, I didn't like it because for me, and I know so many of you will relate, it felt like I was being put in a box. Like, I don't want to give a tip today on Tuesday. I want to do something else. So the way in the beginning I was taught content pillars was more a specific content schedule than actual pillars. But what I have found over eight years in the online space is that just like everything, you have to find what works for you. And at the end of the day, content pillars are important because the way I teach my clients to do it, the way I teach you to do it in content consistency code, and the way I'm going to kind of walk you through it a little bit today is that this is what you become known for. This is the reason people come back to your profile over and over again. This is the way that you'll get people say, I love your content and share your content. Because while the way I establish content pillars, they are more general, they still keep you focused. They still keep you in a branded lane without putting you in a box that makes you feel like you can't post what you want to post about. Um, Because the truth is, in 2023, you have to be known for something online. Um, One of my mentors said to me, think about this as your mission. And I love that. Like, what is your mission online? It cannot be just your tip Tuesday or your inspirational Wednesday and sharing a cheesy quote that we've all seen 800 times without telling a story behind it or talking about the reason behind it. I mean, think about even as I'm, you know, recording this podcast episode and I'm actually doing an Instagram live while I'm recording is I didn't say, let me just teach you how to do content pillars. I started with, let me tell you about why I was wrong because I didn't do them for so long. And I feel like 
that stopped me from being known for something really specific. And it comes back to like that saying of jack of all trades, but a master of none. So you're posting all this random content that doesn't filter into your bigger mission, your bigger focus, which are your content pillars. And so people don't know what to expect from you. They don't really know who you are. They don't know what you are specifically the go-to person for because there's a million health and fitness coaches there's a million travel agents there's a million people in network marketing there's a million mindset coaches out there so by you honing in on your mission and your content pillars it allows you to become known for something and when I started to craft my content pillars and focus on my mission and focus on really the nitty-gritty way I wanted to help people that's when I started to get more traction not just in my content as far as engagement, but also more traction in people saying, I want to book a call with you. How can I work with you? How can I get further into your world? Which, hello, if you're running a business online, like that's that's really what we want. So content pillars are the staple of the type of content that you are going to create. And now I'm going to walk you through how I teach my clients to create their content pillars, but I also want to remind you that this is just a very small piece of establishing your brand message on social media. Content pillars, um, I think in my signature course, Content Consistency Code, I think this is like the ninth or 10th video, there's foundations that have to be established before this. But if you already have those established, or if you just want to focus on your content pillars, this will still really, really help you. Okay, so let's get into more of the how to. So what I want you to start thinking about with your content pillars, where you can really get your wheels turning is, what is your specific expertise? What do you really find that you help people do? And you can go and look at testimonials, look at, you know, the screenshots you've taken of your clients telling you what you've done for them. Really, really think about what you specifically help people do. So if you're a health and fitness coach, what do you specifically help people do outside of weight loss, outside of feeling confident about their body? Like what results do you specifically get? And then also go back to that mission and think about what do you really want to be known for in the online space? What do you want people to come to your page and learn about, feel, walk away from knowing you are this person, right? It's almost like a mini, like, what is your elevator speech about your page? And then the other thing is, because I really believe that one of your content pillars should be non-business related, is think about what you would feel good about sharing on a regular basis. For me, my non-business content pillar um, used to be realistic motherhood, but as my kids have gotten older, I do share less about them and I have pivoted more toward my non-business related pillar is like pop culture um, or my fandoms, talking about Disney and Harry Potter and those kind of things because I like sharing about that stuff. It makes showing up on my own page more fun than just business, right? And and we need a healthy dose of both. So those are the things that you really start thinking about. And 
in these exercises, the more that you can write down, the more that you can kind of brainstorm this out, brain dump it out, get all the ideas out of your head onto the page, um, then you can kind of see like which ones you lean more towards. So I want to give you some examples. So again, when I establish content pillars, um, I keep them general and then have you brainstorm your post ideas underneath those. So if you're a mindset coach, your business pillars might look like tangible mindset tools, habit building, and creating a happy life. And then your personal pillar could look like solo parenting life. Let me give you another example. So if you're a health and fitness coach, your business pillars could look like counting macros, prioritizing protein, at-home workouts, and having a salad a day. And then your personal pillar would be farm life because you live on a farm. So example here is like as a business pillar, if you are creating content around, uh, if you're creating content around counting macros, that runs the gambit. Like why counting macros helps with losing weight, how to make counting macros easier if you're busy. Here's what, I don't know anything about counting macros. So here's what 200 macros look like. I don't even know what that means, right? (laughs) So those are some kind of posts that could be around your business pillars. So let's give you a final example. Let's say that you're in network marketing, you sell hair care. Your business pillars might look like curly hair, creating an income from home, a five-minute beauty routine. And then your personal pillar would be two under two life and tips. Now, I see a lot of network marketers struggle with this because they're selling all the products all the time. But you have to remember that your Instagram is really people coming in to get you, to get to know you. So your Instagram is like their first stop. And so if you're always talking about 80,000 different things, it becomes confusing and there's nothing to latch onto. So if you're in network marketing and your focus, or you're in a hair care company, if you focus on curly hair, you're going to attract people that have curly hair. They're going to come in, they're going to love those curly girl hair products, then they're going to buy makeup from you, or then they're going to try something for their kids from you, right? And then, which is a whole different podcast for another day, then you're working on how you're connecting with your customers that already exist and you're selling them different things. And honestly, the same is really true even if you're not work, not in network marketing. You have to be known for something. You want to draw people into you for something very specific, and then you can take them up that ladder of your other things that you sell. I don't just work with people on their content. As people work with me more and more and get more introduced to what I do as a coach, I work with them on their business strategy, on their product suite, on their bigger picture. But most people start with me about content. So your content pillars are gonna set the tone for all the posts you create, all the emails you write, The freebies that you make, everything is going to go around those content pillars. Again, this is who you shout from the rooftops who you are. Again, they don't need to be overly specific, but we want them to be focused like I just talked about in the examples. So think about what you want to talk about, what you want to create content around every single day, pretty much for the rest of your life. I'm just kidding. 
your content pillars might change, right? I gave you the example that my personal pillars changed a little bit more. And if you're getting stuck in like, I have no idea what my content pillars should be, ask your best friend, ask your spouse, talk to a favorite client and ask them like, what brought you to my page? What is the reason that you hired me? Because sometimes we need an outside perspective. We need somebody to tell us like, what they like about us, why we're so great, like what they see in us. Sometimes we really do need that outside perspective. So I told you guys I'm on Instagram live while I'm doing this. And we do have a question from Samantha. And she said, so content pillars always ratchet up to educate, entertain, etc." So I know that some people teach content pillars as how are you educating them? How are you entertaining? I don't teach content pillars that way. Obviously, I just shared with you how I teach them. And the way that I walk the students in Content Consistency Code, the way I walk them through this is you establish your content pillars first. Then you brainstorm, and brainstorming ideas is ongoing, but you spend some time brainstorming all the ideas you have under each of those content pillars. And then I teach about authoritative content, educational content, connecting content, sales content, growth content. And then you go through and you categorize the ideas under your content pillars into those categories. Okay, this post would be really good for authority building. This post would be really good with connecting with my audience. Sometimes it can go multiple ways. So that's how I see it. Because for me and my clients, Talking about this is educational content, this is entertainment content, like that's so general that we were still running into the problem of I don't know what to post. I could post so many different things that I'm overwhelmed. And so by having these three to five content pillars, you can stay focused into what your messaging is. You can stay focused into what you want to talk about what you're going to be known for, and then you can make sure that you're rotating through the educational content, the authoritative content, the connecting content. That's like the next step in how I teach content strategy. So that that's what content pillars are for me. That is how I went from not believing in them and basically thinking that they were trash to making them a core part of how I do my own content and how I teach my clients to do their content as well. So if you have questions on content pillars, you know where to find me on Instagram, slide in my DMs, they're always open. And if you're like, okay, I need more of this in my life, please, then go check out Content Consistency Code. It's my signature course that takes you through the foundations of setting up your brand messaging and then teaches you all the tricks and hacks to stay consistent, plan your content, and really build the momentum that you want to build in your online business. So that's linked below in the show notes, and I will see you in the next episode.